Hello, hello, federal employees. Welcome back to another episode of Plan Your Federal Benefits. It is so good to spend a little time with you today to help you get the answers, the information that you need to get the most out of your benefits, invest wisely, lower taxes, plan an incredible retirement. That is what we do here. So let's dig right into today's topic. And today, we are talking to those couples specifically who are unique, but not too unique, because it happens actually fairly often, where both spouses in the couple are federal employees, okay? And even if your spouse is not a federal employee as well, there is a lot you can learn just by kind of knowing the nuances of how these things work together and some of the different decisions that you might have if your spouse is also a federal employee. So there are three main decisions, and I'm sure there's more, but there's three main ones that I'm going to talk about today where the decisions are a little different. The strategies that make sense are a little different. The things that come into play when both spouses are federal employee employees are a little different. So one of these decisions shows up when both spouses are still working. The second one shows up if one spouse is still working while one is retired. And then the third is when both retire. So let's dig right in. So the first one is while both spouses who are federal employees are still working, okay? So when it comes to picking a health insurance plan with the federal government, there's lots of options, right? And there's different types of plans. There's self-only, which covers just you, right, as a federal employee. There's self plus one, and there's a family plan, which covers kids as well. When there is kids that are under 26 in your home and you want them covered, you basically need a family plan to make sure they're covered, right? And so in that case, one of the spouses gets the family plan and the, the spouse and the kids are under that plan. Now, if the kids, for example, they grow up, they are now older than 26, so they can't be on your family plan anymore, then the decision is, okay, there's two spouses that can get their own coverage if they want it. They can get a self-only plan, each of them, or one of them can get a self plus one and cover the spouse. And then that spouse doesn't need their own, right? So there's those two options. And actually, it depends on the plan, of course, but many times it is cheaper for both spouses to do a self-only option. Now, this may not be the case all the time, but I would definitely look at look into it if this affects you or if you are in a federal couple where both spouses our federal employees, definitely look at the different combinations. If all your kids are older than 26, right, you can't cover them. Look at all the combinations to see what makes sense for you. Because, you know, worst case, you say, oh, we're, we have the best prices already. But if you check and you can save money every paycheck, that can be a huge, huge benefit, whether you save more for retirement or just have more money in your pocket today. So that's the first one. Definitely look at the different combinations if you're both federal, federal employees. Okay, so this next one can make a big, big difference. And this is a tax strategy to try to lower the taxes of those spouses where, two, where the two couples, where the two spouses are federal employees. So many of you might already know that when it comes to paying for your premiums for FEHB, for your health insurance through the government, right now while you're working, you actually pay for those with pre-tax money, okay, with pre-tax money. Basically what that means, let's say you make, let's say you make five grand a month, okay, and that's your paycheck. 
Well, if you pay $500 in premiums for FEHB, well, then you're only going to be taxed on $4,500, right? As if you would have only made $4,500. So basically, that's pre-tax. Basically, the money that you put towards these premiums, that income is not taxed. It's a huge, huge advantage, especially as your income gets up and your taxable income goes up as well. Now, as you retire, when you make the transition from working into retirement, you do not have that benefit anymore. You have to pay for those premiums with after-tax money. So let's say before you retired, your FEHB plan costed you about, let's say $5,000 a year, okay, let's say. Well, once in retirement, it may take 6,000, maybe even 7,000 of income, you pay taxes on that to be left with about $5,000 to pay for those premiums, right? So being able to pay for those with pre-tax money is a huge, huge advantage, thousands of dollars potentially every single year. So this next decision, this strategy happens when one spouse is still working and one spouse is already retired, okay? And so in this case, because of the difference in how these premiums are paid for, it often makes a lot of sense for the spouse that is still working to get a self plus one plan or a family plan if you have kids, right? And to cover the other spouse as well, okay? So the spouse that's already retired would be covered under the plan of the spouse that is still working and they'd still be able to get the pre-tax premiums paid, right? That can be a huge advantage depending on how long the difference is between the retirement dates of the two spouses, but definitely, definitely look into it to see if that makes sense for you because over time, over a number of years, this difference of thousands of dollars every year can really, really add up. Okay, the last decision or last strategy that is available for federal couples where both the spouses are federal employees is when both spouses are retiring. Now, I have talked about this many, many times. I have talked about survivor benefits. And when you retire on your retirement application, you have an opportunity to give a piece of your pension to your spouse if you as a federal employee were to pass away first. Now, that decision has a couple things that you have to be aware. First, how much income does your spouse need if you're to pass away? That's the first question, right? And second, if you're the only federal employee in your couple, right, you're the federal employee, not your spouse, then if you pass away, the only way for them to keep your federal health benefits plan to stay on the plan is to leave them a piece of their pension, right? And so even if your spouse doesn't need the income necessarily, you may want to still give them a piece of your pension if you were to pass away just for the health benefits, right? And so sometimes you have to take that hit while you're both alive in your pension just to allow them to make that happen. Now, with federal couples, where both spouses are federal employees, the decision is different. Because as long as both of the, of the spouses are eligible for FEHB by themselves, well, regardless of which one passes away, regardless of what survivor benefits they have, they're both eligible for FEHB on their own record, their own plan, right? And so, when it comes to deciding what survivor benefit to leave to each other, the decision becomes a little simpler. It's not about federal health benefits anymore. It's not about health insurance. It's about, okay, what income does my spouse need? And maybe your TSP or your other income, other sources of income are large enough where you don't need to take the hit now in your, in your pension by, by giving that survivor benefit to your spouse, right? So definitely, definitely look into that as well to see, okay, 
we don't need to get health insurance for each other, so what income do, does each spouse need to make sure they're going to be okay no matter what, no matter the order of who passes first, right, so that you will be taken care of, your spouse will be taken care of, and everything will be in order and things will be taken care of. So those are the three things, the three strategies, the three decisions that are different for federal employee couples where both spouses are federal employees. And I'm sure there are more. And if you could think of any others, any other strategies, any other decisions, put in the comments below and we'll definitely, definitely discuss. But I hope that was helpful. And if this does apply to you, definitely, definitely, definitely take some action. Think about these things. And for you, for your situation, dig into more of what I'm talking about. I tried to bring up topics, but I definitely can't go into every nitty gritty because I don't know your situation. I don't want to go into the nitty gritty details of the tax law or anything else if it's not going to apply to all of my viewers, right? So definitely, if this applies to you, if you think these things will be helpful, definitely do a little more research, do some more learning to know for you what makes the most sense. So I hope this was helpful. Have a great rest of your day, and I'll see you next time.